everyone. Welcome back again to another exciting episode of the Iconist Podcast, where I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D. Hey! And on my side, the man, the myth, the legend, I said before, and I'll say it again. If he was a Transformer, you'd have to dance all night long. The one and only... Rod C. Yes, yes. Welcome in. Welcome in to another episode. <laughs> we got something for you. This month ain't over. That's all we're saying. And if you understand that later on, what do you mean this month? The month of October. Why? You want to find out about the rest about the month? Make sure you check what we got. We'll just leave it at that. You got to backtrack throughout the month. So first and foremost, um, this is year three we've been doing the show. This episode is episode 125 of the Iconist podcast. Uh, you know, for our audio and the official shows, we got some more videos than that. But this is one number 125. And today is, as we call it, the Devil's Night, Trick or Treats. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. So you can listen to this podcast when you take your young ones out and have them going from door to door, and you're like, what do I do? What I listen to? This show. This, this is what show. you're doing. This we give you the doing. energy to get the trick or treating to get That's through right. the night. That's yeah. right. You just need your eyes. You don't need your ears. Just keep an eye on the kids. And check the candies. And we're all good. Everyone come home right safe. Bless. Right on. <laughs> yeah. That being said, before we get into the show, we're going to go down and do, you know, manners maketh the man. What? Love that saying. Love that saying. So first and foremost, you got to support the books. And the only way to do that is go to the comic book stores and buy those. And here's two of our comic book stores that we go and support us all the time as much as possible. The first one is out in Kitchener, and that is Wow Comics. And that is Wes, Ramon, Chris, and Sydney. So when you walk in there, tell them that the Iconist Podcast crew says, Hi, and wish them a good day. And they will take care of you and hook you up and apply to your collection and get with you what you want to need. Uh, if you're in Montreal... Go and check out Chuck's Wings. That's where we were born and raised. And you could go and tell Trevor, Dom, Pierre, and Pierre that you heard about them on the Iconist podcast. And they, too, will take care of you and hook you up and get you what you need. And they got everything at Chuck's Wings from comic books to sports memorabilia and cards to board games, role-playing games, and anything that goes along with that, too. So both locations will hook you up, especially if you tell them you heard about him on the Iconist podcast. Another friend of the Iconist podcast is Miss mm -hmm. Brandy Ford. You can catch her at 4860q.com. So 4680q.com. Uh, she has her show um, that comes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. So Monday and Wednesday, it's at 2 p.m. On Saturdays, it's at noon. There you go. And she also has a monthly magazine called The Writer and the Wit. The link is down below. Show some support. You can't go wrong. On top of that, you got the boys that I roll with that I do comedy with once in a while. And that's a touch of gray matter. So that's myself, Barry 3D, along with Zofa Lee and Dave Sokolowski. We are a touch yeah. of gray matter, and we're just doing shows all over live. Uh, we have some stuff on YouTube also. Check it out. And uh, I said we're doing fundraisers, and we're doing just straight up comedy shows. So if you need us for any event, come on and see us. Come on and hire us. There we go. Huh. Last but not least, well, we're not even there at the end yet. If you want to find out anything that I'm doing, you want to know where I'm going to be at next or where I'm performing or what's going on in my little corner of the world, go Barry3D.com. That is my website. It has all the links to all my social medias, everything I'm doing, my calendar, and links to this show. Thank you. Rod. Yeah. Can we find you? Oh, you can find me. I just felt like pausing. Uh, you can find me Old age. on the World Wide Web. Um, but you can definitely find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C. That's M-R-R-O-D-C. You can also find me in the world of Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. Uh, you could also find me in the world of TikTok uh, with, uh, let's see now, it's Rod C1. Sorry. That's DJ Rod C1. I know it didn't sound right. I just flew off, one. Top, off my tongue like that. Right. DJ Rod C1. One. Because why? The number one. Let's one. go. One. Let's go. One. Never gets old. Never get old. And last kind of announcement for coming down here, too. So if you want to do your own podcast, we use Podbean. So if you want to check it out, just go to iconis.podbean.com. You can find all our episodes, all the other 124 that's out there, including this one, 125. 
And if you go ahead and do that, you're going to need some kind of graphic arts. And there's only one person we turn to all the time. The other legend, he's the unseen. He works in the shadows, and his work is seen everywhere. The one and only. Jay Bird Digital Art. Mr. Jason Reese, Jay Bird Digital Arts. Give him a shout. Tell him you heard about him on the Iconist podcast, and he will give you a discount on any of the work you got to get done. So now, I'm going to say, I don't know if you're going to get an extra discount if you echo out his name, echo out his name, echo out his name. But you may, who knows, but you can give it a try. But when you see Jay, tell him, Jay, Jay, bird, 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 and 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 see what happens. Can't promise. I just thought off the top of my head. Jay, no, don't kill true, me. though. He loves it. He loves it. Absolutely. So, yeah, you need to work on that. Say, mind, that is worldwide. 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 Okay, let me stop before Jay gets like, okay, that's enough, Rod. Turn no, down man, he loves it, man. He Turn loves it. He comments I'm all the time. So, you know, anyone that goes on our YouTube page, you'll see it. And the only thing we have left to say is, please, subscribe mm. to our YouTube page. Let's get those oh, numbers man. up. And subscribe to our Iconist Podbean page, IconistPodbean.com. So, subscribe to those. Let's get those numbers up. We love doing this show. Okay. So, on this devilish night, I'm here sitting down for people watching. You know the shirt. People listening, I'm wearing my red daredevil emblem shirt here to represent mm. the night. Halloween. Tricks or treats. Oh, yeah. I hope you watch a Charlie Brown. It's a, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. That's my favorite show. Uh, favorite. Yeah. yeah. I watch nice. it every year from a little kid to a grown man. I'll always stop and watch that one. Go on, Snoopy. All right. Tonight, today, whenever you listen to this. On mm. the Iconist podcast. The icon is. Let him know, Rod. Damien Hellstorm. Or also known as the Son of Satan. Yes. Yes. Damien Hellstorm, Son of Satan. I know sometimes people say, man, you have a wicked child. Your child reminds me of a little demon. No, this, this, this guy, that's. <laughs> he, he's a demon. He's a demon. So we're talking about Damien Hellstorm, Mr. Son of Satan. That's the comic book we're referring to tonight. Uh, well, I say tonight because it's night for us here, but you know, we, we, you, when you listen to it, when you listen to it, got it. And this character, what, interesting character. Uh, and there's a mm-hmm. little cool, uh, some, you know, tidbits here and there. So this character made his first appearance in Ghost Rider number one, volume two. So not even volume one of Ghost Rider, volume two of Ghost Rider on September. Of 1973. Just to let you know, this is Marvel. This is a Marvel property. We didn't say that earlier. So I'm just saying, this is a Marvel property. So at least you know which lane we're going in. Just to say. Just to say. You know, it fits with my shirt. Daredevil is Marvel. Well, well, I'm just just putting the connection together. Just putting it together. I hear you. I I appreciate it. So this is when this character (laughs) was created. Um, You know, I said September of 1973. You know, he was probably playing some Earth, Wind, and Fire when he was born. Okay, you get the joke, you get the joke. He was created by Roy, oh, sorry, Roy Thomas, Gary Fidrich, and Herb Trimp. Okay? Mm-hmm. These are the three guys that turned around and created this character for Marvel Comics. And he's been around for years, even up to now. And he's had some influences even up to now. So his, his influence has always been there. He's always there in the background. And it was pretty much, you know, Stan Lee turned around and said, hey, I want to have a mystic character. So the comic code you know, they were lightening up on what can be shown in comic books, what can be talked about in comic books. And at this time in 1973, let's, let's just say, Hey, we're before the star Wars age, comic books were getting a little bit more flexible on their story material and what they were allowed to talk about. And Stan wanted to get into more magic. He wanted to kind of get away from the superhero. Not, not that he wants to leave his bread and butter. He just wants to expand. Right. This is why, you know, McDonald's has the McRib. Sometimes they just got to expand. Try something new. Right, that, that, you know, bring it back once in a while. Yeah. I'm hungry. All right, <laughs> and this is what he got into. So you got, you know, the properties like Man Thing. You got properties like Werewolf by Night. Um, right. You know, Man. All so these are the realm that he wants to get into, and he wants to dip into it because he felt that with Marvel, this was a genre that was lacking. He wanted to get into right. the supernatural, spooky horror genre to a certain degree and this is why they had books like you know uh dracula and 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 daughter of dracula and or and you know this is why even morbius came in to the marvel universe because he had these thoughts and and this direction this image uh behind it 
So they 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 just really wanted to kind of um go with this and, and see what they can bring about. So pretty much comes out in 1973. He's in Ghost Rider, makes his first appearance. And that makes sense to me because of Ghost Rider, you know, you need it. That's already dipping into that lane, right? Mm-hmm. It's already going forward with that lane, dealing with the supernatural. He makes his appearance to try to help out Johnny Blaze get rid of the curse of Ghost Rider within the issue. Um, and, and, and also protect him at the same time. doesn't really work out, but he does his best. Now, long story short, you figure how this guy come about. Well, why is he there? And I mean, comic book origin. And of course, a lot of things get retconned, but the comic book origin is this. His, 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 his let's just say his mom. So his mom was raised by a uh, Satanist. They believed doing that, you know, that was their religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Once again, this is Marvel Comics, right? So we just want to make that clear. This is what they're going with, and and they just were taking that meat from the story. So they took a little bit of the satanic realm, a little bit from the Bible, and and took certain aspects and put it together. And this is all for the entertainment, okay? So they turned around, and that's where her parents were into. And when she was growing up, they kind of put a, a, a tattoo on her, her you know, her stomach or her womb, so to speak. Yeah, because they always believe that their child was special. Like every person believes their child is special. Now, way back, and this is how things change a little bit in the Marvel universe. We as people know Satan. We know where Satan is. It's the devil. That's always referred to. He's got different names regardless of what religion you might follow. But everyone walking down the street, you say Satan, everyone's gonna like got you. Hell, red, bad, do good stuff. Don't go there. Mm-hmm. You've heard different names for them. Beelzebub, Lucifer. Okay, Fallen Angel. We, we, Everyone has their variation of the character. What's interesting in Marvel is even though this book is called The Son of Satan, Damien Hellstorm and his sister are not born from Satan. They're born from a demon. So if we go way back and the ancient gods that were there before man walked the earth, you had some ancient demons. You had Gaia, Mother Earth. You see her in different religions. She's shown up in Norse yeah. gods. She's shown up in other religions. And she's always representing Mother Earth. She, that's who she is. Um, and pretty much, let's just say, the demons came in. They were getting out of control. Gaia gave birth to a son this son, uh, not Adam, Adam, Atom, I think his name was, came out, yeah. he absorbed them, he fought them, threw them in another dimension, don't come back because he absorbed their powers, and then he went off into the sun and just became the sun to die. And maybe shine. So one of, as time went on, since, you know, man came created, he has taken care of us, and then, you know, the evil that lurks in men's hearts just starts to manifest, and that energy kind of draws more and more and it gets more and it manifests a demon. The demon that we know it starts to manifest and manifest as one of the stronger ones, which is Mephesto, which everybody is always asking, is Mephesto showing up in Loki? Is Mephesto Ooh. showing up in, in the Marvel. X-Men? Is Mephesto showing in the MCU? Like, yep. Everyone's always MCU thinking Mephesto's about to show up. Mm-hmm. Right? Waiting for him. Waiting for him. But this is who comes in. So it's Mephesto. Mephesto is, in sense, in essence, Satan of the Marvel Universe without the name. He he looks like him. He acts like him. He makes deals. He takes people's souls. He's all in red. He's got the hair. Ah, Kate lives in a hot zone. Hot zone. Mm. Hot city. City. Right? City. And he drives off the wrong. That's, that's who he is. And for many years, people always said, oh, that's Satan. No, it's Mephesto. Now, the reason I bring this up is because there was other demons in this zone realm. You know, line blank, uh, zone realm. And, and each demon had their true name. But at times when they appeared on Earth, they sometimes used the name Satan. It's like sometimes as us as man, we're like, oh my gosh, it's Satan. And, and that demon be like, Sure, I'll go with it. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> yeah. 
if that's you know, what like you want to call Pitt. me. Yeah. Right, like Brad Pitt, and he would turn around and sign. At, people say, "Oh, look, you're Matt Damon." Brad Pitt, and he said this in an interview. And people would go up to Brad Pitt, and say, "Oh, I seen you. I love your movies, Matt Damon. Can I get an autograph?" And Brad Pitt be like, "Sure." And Brad Pitt would sign the autograph, Matt Damon, even though it's Brad Pitt. And he's like, "Here you go." I'm not embarrassed, you little one. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So there's some people out there with signatures, you know, that say Matt Damon, but it ain't his signature because it's Brad Pitt. And this is what it was, this council of evil that was down in hell. There was Mephesto and some other demons, I don't call them by name, and they would go, and when they would come to Earth at various times, use the name Satan. Mm -hmm. Here is my theory. They never explained this. This is, once again, my opinion. I truly believe that where the Bible has the name Satan, where other religions use the name Satan, and it's referred to one person, and this is the Marvel Universe, so it's different. I believe Satan is not so much a name as opposed to a title that someone can use at the time. <laughs> no, it's interesting you, you say that, and, and uh-huh. it just makes you think of, and in relationship, ladies and gentlemen, we'll make it like James Bond. How mm. we know James Bond as James Bond, but it's really more of a title, especially in the last two James Bond movies. Yep, It makes it seem now it's fully, it's a title, a position. So yeah, that's uh that's some very uh, interesting theory there, sir. Uh huh. We'll put a pin on that one. Ah, we'll yeah. have to do some studies on the side. Interesting. Let's go. All right, and that's my theory, right? It's, no, like it's almost, not about it's not a bad theory. It's not. I don't think it is. It's like okay, if you watch AEW wrestling, you watch WWE, WWF, whatever case it be. There's only one heavyweight world champion at a time. Right, mm-hmm. so let's go. It, it, it was Hulk Hogan sometimes. Sometimes it was Sean, um, Sean Michaels. Right. Currently, mm-hmm. right now in AEW, it's my boy MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Okay, but they have to battle someone. They have to try to keep the title. They can lose the title. Someone else can win the title. The title is always the title. The holder, the bearer of the title, changes because right. somebody's got to lose. So. Once again, this is just my theory from when I read these books and see there's different demons that have come to Earth and used the name. Why did they get to use the name even though it wasn't their true name? Like we know, like okay, in the Bible it says, depending on what you're reading, Lucifer, fallen angel, comes and takes on the name, you know, Satan, Beelzebub, whatever. But there's multiple demons at the same time operate almost similar but when they come up to earth it's like hey man anyone got any business on earth day uh on earth today oh uh, let's see uh no man i went i'm going up on december <laughs> you you went up in july yeah uh okay who's got september who's oh you got september it's, all right it's then, a weekend uh, pass it's, it's basically you're saying it's a weekend pass you just gotta sign it just like saying, i gotta sign it out anybody using it uh i'm just gonna use the card today you only got like one suit a Satan suit, and you're just gonna. Like, I'm, I'm gonna wear the suit. All right, no problem. That's hilarious. I'm just gonna say it right now. That's hilarious. Even on the other side of the globe, technology. Anybody using it? No. Sign in, sign out. Very nice. Hey, make sure you're back here in the next 24 hours because I got a show to do. I got something to do. Yeah, no problem. I'll be back. I'll be back. I just need it for like 13 hours. Okay, thanks. That yeah, don't be late, man. I got hilarious. someone waiting who's ready to sell his soul overseas. That's hilarious. God forgive me, but that's just hilarious. That's just hilarious. I'm sorry. Right. And I'm saying this within the Marvel universe because because right. they made so many demons. So, And the reason I'm making the emphasis on this is because Damien Hellstorm. So we're going to get to the character, but obviously mm. the book is called Son of Basic. Satan. But his mm-hmm. father, his name is not Satan. It's just assumed because his father comes to Earth. He's a demon. Takes on the guise of a human. Finds the mother who was raised by Satanists created to another family and they still mm-hmm. believed in that he came and he found her and then he 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 woos her off her feet the whole like you know takes her around the world so to speak well maybe he didn't do that but i mean he you know flowers the whole yeah. thing treated her well and he had a nice yeah, big just, house he, yeah he rizzed her up man he rizzed her up really nicely well, exactly that's a new word he's like i'm all of it it's okay cool i'm, I'm cool and of course they they progress they get Thanks. married Obviously, they have two children over the course of time. So the first one, the firstborn was Damien. And then uh, a couple of years later was his sister, 
Santana. That, that's mm-hmm. the name they gave her. And, you know, the father was a very charismatic looking person. Now, time for us mere mortals supposed to time for a celestial being different. Us, four days is four days. A year is a year. A decade is a decade. For a celestial mm. being, what's a decade for us is maybe three hours for them. Yeah. Because they're immortal. They're so long lived that time doesn't weigh on them the way it does us. We are urgent by nature. He got in there and played the long game. It's like, well, having two children, this is the woman that's going to bear him. Here we go. And she was cool with him, not knowing this is how he was because he never showed that side of himself mm-hmm. until, you know, the, the, he, he's raising the kids and uh, he's trying to put his influence on the kids. And I don't mean in an abusive way. He was very, as I said, demons can either be extremely abusive and that's how they're portrayed or extremely charming. And he was extremely mm-hmm. charming. And he wanted Damien to be his vessel, his avatar here on Earth because he's half human, half demon. And that's what he's going with. The problem with Damien is Damien wasn't catching, wasn't feeling it. Damien was not wanting to really follow his, at a young age, I'm not talking as a grown man, his father's footsteps. He was kind of doing his own thing and his dad was disappointed in him. Henceforth, why they turned around and had another child, Satana, and then she was following, you know, in daddy's footsteps. Now, it brings back that classic line. Daddy's girl, mama's boy. Mm. That's exactly how it was written because Damien hung out and spent more time with his mom. He, he was closer to his mom than his dad, but his sister was the opposite, which comes down all the time, and, and there's a reason behind it. You hear the saying, daddy's girl, mama's boy. Okay, if you think about it, how many times you hear little boys get into fights over their mom? It's like, yo, man, your mom is this. You can't disrespect my mom. And they get into a fight. And then they come home from school, and it's like, hey, the teacher called. You got into a fight. What happened? Well, dad, this guy said this about mom. No one can talk bad about my mom. Oh, okay. And, you know, dad's sitting in the background. I was like, what? No one's, no, one, wait, 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 no one's talking bad about me, and no one's defending me. <laughs> But but then again, daddy's girl, daddy's little princess. You know, daughters and daddies have uh, uh, you know closeness, and moms and and this is my opinion again. Moms and boys seem to have that closeness, right? That's why you always hear those expressions because there's some truth to those. In, mm-hmm. in time, it's just it's just what it is. I, I as I said, I ain't trying to psychoanalyze anybody, but I'm just going with that trope. So. His sister is following through the mom's, sorry, the, the dad's footsteps. Yeah. One day, mom comes home, right? Damien's outside playing. Mom comes home, opens the door in the living room, turns around and says, what go on? And all she's seeing is dad standing there in his slick suit and his little emblem there, you know, pendulum. And little Santana's there with a knife ready to sacrifice the cat. And it's a, a demonic, you know, sacrifice. It's a cat. And she freaks out, like, what are you trying to do? Now, keep in mind, she was raised as a Satanist. And even she was like, hold up. Uh, this too early. I'm a little confused. What's going on right now? Um, you know, and, and the father's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just teaching her stuff. I'm just teaching her stuff. What are you teaching her? You know? Uh, so this caused a rift, obviously, within the family. And it was that that moment that the father said, well, you knew who I was. And she's like, what are you talking about? You must have suspected over all the years we've been together. You knew who I was. And he, re- and he reveals his true form to her that, you know, he's a demon. So right here in the big house in, I can't remember where they live, like Hell, Hell City. Hell, uh, there is some town that started with Hell. Uh, you know, and, and, and reveals himself. I and mean, they're like, oh my God. So, you know, the little girl's like, oh, wow, that's what daddy looks like? All right, cool. Damien's outside. He's like, what's going on inside the house? Right? Uh, it was like two clicks and she's done. Because yeah. now she just realized she didn't sleep and, and, and marry a charming person. She literally married 
<laughs> a demon. A demon. Hmm. Um, that's the reason why you don't have your folks over for Thanksgiving. Okay. Now I fully understand why you say your mother and father are out of town all the time and busy. Wow. Woo. That's a little pressure there on the conversation. Um, we'll talk about this later. But unfortunately, yeah. all that messed her up, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right, Bear? Just Ooh, messed yeah, her it, up. It sent her right off the deep end. Uh, I mean, Ancestry.com can't help with this one. So he had a mental breakdown breakdown mm-hmm. just snap uh so my memory should be right and correct me if i'm wrong Rod, remember so at this point the mom gets the, the dad leaves he goes back to where you know down to the hot zone mom gets committed to an insane asylum with the rubber room the rubber walls and a straight jacket and the kids are i think they're they're put in foster care and raised now the yep, kids right. once again Mm-hmm. Kind of had their own direction. So Damien really studies, and maybe some things are blowing my mind, but Damien studies, no. um, you know, he goes Demonology. more into the, the, he studies the occult, but he goes more into the religious aspect first, mm-hmm. right? Studying religion. His sister, you know, goes into opening a, an occult shop when she gets older and she still stays with the dark arts, but Damien really kind of starts going, let's just say more towards the light, right? He, He's studying like religion and so forth like that. Um, and then in the comic book, the mom dies. So when he when the mom ends up dying, when he turns 18, he was in the will, he gets the house. So he goes back to the house and he's going through some effects. He opens up the chest and he sees mom's diary because while the mom was in the insane asylum, he started writing every day in her diary to explain everything as best as possible because Damien wasn't there, but she wanted him to know you right. know, everything that led up to her meeting his dad, being with his dad, there, what she found out, and she put it all there. So he started reading all this, which then drove him to study more the occult. He had the house, he studied the occult, and he realized why he was drawn to certain things. Now, keep in mind, Damien, just because that's his dad, he is not a villain. He's not even an anti-hero at this point. He's because he, he's all about got to bring dad down. He's like a Greek god. It's like Hercules trying to overthrow Zeus. It's like yep. Zeus overthrowing, you know, his dad, the Titans. And, okay, so that's where it comes down to to bring them down. And he studies this, goes in, and then realizes in the basement of the house, there seems to be some magic there. And one of the pieces of magic is uh, there's a wall, and it opens a doorway into the dimension of hell. And he's like, the hot zone. Down in the hot zone. He's like, I'm going to go and have some words with, with dad. Me and dad have to have a conversation about what has happened. He took off, left me and my sister on her own. Mom's gone. She's in insane asylum. Now she's passed away. Blame dad. Me and him both have some words. And he goes down there to confront him to remove the demon part of his soul out so he can be fully human and, and, and stop his dad altogether. So that's 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 a lot right there it's 100 percent, 100 percent. there there is a, another little piece to add on to that is though mm. when he was checking out the artifacts and stuff like that that he found not only the diary he also found like a bracelet it was like a, a totem type of bracelet that the mother had yes. that yes. basic was more off to warn off evil evil spirits and, and along that line so when he took that he realized that was more of protecting him Definitely through the di- the diary and everything, like giving that information. So he had that. So now when he came to the part of finding out about the portal, he couldn't even access it until he took that off. Because that was basically his bearing protection from revealing the portal right. to the hot zone. Right. So on. So basically he had to do like this. All right, Dad, we're gonna have a talk whole second. Take this off right here. Just leave this on the here. I'll be fisticuffs. Let's talk. No, no, okay, maybe not fisticuffs, but he just went in to talk to his pops, but he had to take off the bracelet to be able to gain access through the portal to the hot zone yes. to be able to have a, a nice uh, father and son conversation over some hot tea. Hot is right. Hot tea. That's hot right. Hot tea, that's right, because his mom did, yeah, that's right, because his mom did give him a bracelet to protect the right. Yes, yes. So I, I'm, you're right, you're right. You got that, 
Uh, that's absolutely and that's important. Now the thing is that I need to find and I can't remember offhand is they they say the name of his his dad is it is not Satan. Oh, it is Mardux Curious. There we go. So that's the name of the, the demon. Name of the demon. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the demon. That's his dad, who when he came to Earth just said, "Hey, you're Satan." Um. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good. It's my yeah, time to have man. the name. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. So I, I got, I got, I got extended. I got extended time on this. How long do I got on this again? You have four. You have basically eight years. Okay. Hopefully, I won't use that much time. So yeah. So at least. Oh, anyway, she was three, and then all that kind of stuff. So he basically had his his weekend pass for like three, four years before he had to reveal himself. But that's another side joke that I'm just making that just died off as I said it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this, this character got teased. So I said, you know, it was in Ghost Rider Volume uh, Two. Uh, he made his first appearance in issue number one. He was also in issue number two. He was also in, um, you know, a couple of like, you know, Marvel Spotlight number twelve, uh, mm-hmm. number twenty-four in nineteen seventy-three to nineteen into October of nineteen seventy-five. And then, of course, he had the Son of Satan run, which only ran for eight issues. But he also showed up in the Defenders, and he showed up in the Avengers. More so, the Defenders. He had more of his 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 stories uh, pulled there. And of course, mm. he's had his own since that over the years. This this character is so convoluted, and I mean that in a good way because he's got a lot of history on there. So mm-hmm. I might jump here for half a second and say he went from paper to the small screen ish. It was on, and I, I know it's probably not there. I know you're looking for it, Rye. Uh, so it used to be Hellstorm, but spelt with one L, and that was on Star through Disney Plus and they had the series it was like it was only ran for one season 10 episodes roughly about an hour each very entertaining and they kept a lot of the source material they added more stuff in that made it feel you know like there's agencies trying to keep certain things and and that was fun it was well done even the way they filmed it everything was kind of a gray even though it was during the day it was always had this gray undertone to Mm -hmm. set the mood which I have to admit I watched season one some parts were a little slow but really interesting. Sometimes they, they focus more on the sister than Damien himself, but really interesting. The, what I liked about the TV show, or sorry, the, you know, the show that was on the streaming service, and, and I'll get it, I'll, let me just go back before I get here. So Damien has his look. Damien wears like red pants, yellow boots, no shirt. He's got the uh, pentagram tattooed on his chest, and that's how he was born. He was born, that's his birthmark. It was like a perfect pentagram on his chest, red hair, you see him with a red cape with yellow inside and, you know, so red on the outside, get red, yellow on the inside. And he always has like a, a pitchfork. So he got this pitchfork when he went down to hell, fought his dad. There was a whole thing. And he, he was able to take this pitchfork away from his dad that was had his powers and helped him channel his hellfire powers. Mm-hmm. You know, which I, okay, cool. Because he, he's son of Satan. So, and he's up there at, in magic, right? So clearly he's, you know, he's got fire protection. He has the ability to heal others. You know, human physicality, uh, and then dark magic user. I'll show you how strong his magic was. Or sorry, not even was. It's not past tense. It is. I'll show you how strong his magic is. When Doctor Strange had to step down in the Marvel Universe, uh, in the comic book I'm talking, as the Sorcerer Supreme, Damien was in the running. Damien got the title for a little while. And then it went to Brother Voodoo who went by Dr. Voodoo, who we've covered before on, yeah. in our, you know, way back. So there we go. This is how to show you how he was up on the totem pole. And Damien turned around and he was able to vanquish a lot of the demons on Earth. He kept the line, so to speak. So that's where he has his trident. And things that came out more in the Defenders comic book, which was interesting, is you we know his wife made an appearance already in the MCU or future wife. Hmm. I know I'm kind of maybe going back and forth. So if you're looking at the MCU, you watch the streaming shows. If you watch Jessica Jones, yep. her, her, her sister quotes, uh, Patsy, Patsy, it's Patsy. That character started off as a, one of those romance comics in Marvel, right? The, you know, the girls comics. Oh, Patsy like, used to have, you know, uh, love and romance, and they had those comics. And Marvel used to, you know, 
cater to that market also. So right. Patsy started there. And they made that more like a sitcom TV show, Oh Patsy and Jessica Jones. But the actress Patsy was still around. And then he wanted to help fight. So she would put on a, you know, learn and she got powers. And that wasn't on the MCU side. But in the comic book side, yeah, it was Patsy. Then she became, you know, it was Patsy Walker. And then Patsy Walker wanted to fight and uh, and defend people. So she became um, uh, Hellcat. Hellcat. That's right. So she had a yellow costume, black mask, you know, Hellcat. She never really got a, a big overall push, but she did help out the Avengers at times. And then, of course, her and Damien met. They went on a couple of adventures together. They fell in love. And they got married. Now, why did they get married? Because at one point, Damien was finally able to separate his demon soul from his human soul. So he lost some of his powers. And, and he was fine with that. And finally becoming human, the first thing he wanted to do was live a normal life. So he proposed. Patsy said yes. They got married. Everything was going well. Until Patsy realized, and everyone realized, that Damien was slowly dying. So Patsy had to do a seance to summon the demons to get his demon soul reattached to him so Damien can live. But, of course, now that he's merged back to his full self, he couldn't see himself with her. And then she ends up dying. All for, all for love. I all for you. love. All for love. Not, not for love for you, baby. <laughs> Rest in peace, heavy D. There we go. But, you know, he works, and a couple of years later, he brings Patsy back to life. Because no one ever dies really in the MCU unless you're Captain Marvel. Um, brings Patsy back to life. And she's like now a Hellcat. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's got like some flame hell powers along with her. You know, I, I I still think they shouldn't have separated them. I think they were cool together. And that was that was kind of a different take. So the actress is already portrayed in Jessica Jones in the two seasons. You already see her getting powers in the Marvel Universe where, you know, she gets augmented strength and speed and all that in Jessica Jones season two. I think, uh, you know, and they did Hellstorm uh, one season. I would have loved to see those two characters together because they would have fit. Not because it's just their superheroes or in that world. They would have fit if you would look at what they were doing. So Patsy and Jessica Jones was a reporter. She was a TV personality. She was getting into the dark side. Not magic, but just the the underbelly and the crime and trying to show that she's not just a flash in the pan. Ah, morning show host. She wanted to do something more with substance. And the fact that Damien is now dealing with demons, people missing, the occult strange things that and, and, and but he's still in that world i would think that a case would have happened where she would have gone looking for missing people he might have shown up he would have explained mm-hmm. oh this is dealing with the occult and that would have definitely drawn her attention if you look at her character how she was portrayed in jessica jones and you watch hellstorm and you see the actor that plays him and you think about that their motivations if those motivations would have crisscrossed that would have been a commonality to have those two characters intertwine more and more and more and if you look at how they were I think they would have had a relationship mm-hmm. I think they definitely could have made that relationship come to life come to life on the on, on the small screen big screen whatever so give, give me something give me something you didn't give us the X-Men yet Marvel so you can at least give me that what, what was your take on all this Rod I know I've been talking listen, to you. I don't know that's cool listen my, my take on it that you know you hear you hear the initial title, Damien Hellstorm, son of Satan. You'd be like, oh, okay. This is uh this is a very interesting thing. Marvel is, is uh definitely wanting to push the occult. But then when you find out when you go through his whole story and his whole backstory and his whole progression, you realize that, like Barry said, he's not an anti-hero or anything like that. He's just an individual who basically realized who he is, understand the power that he possessed, and realizing I don't want to be that type of person i don't want to be you know uh that i am the son of a saint but i don't want to be known for any evil doing anything along that line he basically connects himself with as we said a numerous amount of different marvel characters and basically team up with a whole bunch of different people showing that he's out here for for the good the justice helping out the people helping out and in whichever way possible so that going from that aspect, yeah, this is a very unique character that you don't see. 
is one of those kind of name, you know, name playing type of game in the sense like you expect the worst by hearing the son of Satan and realizing, yes, yeah, that's just my, that's just the name that I got. But trust me, I'm more than my name. I'm more than the, 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 the circumference of the, of the title that I've been given. And he proves it. So I like that in that regard that basically you can see how Marvel tried to make some type of change um, as far back as the 1970s, doing something a little different. And as you can understand, especially then, how much do you think they can get by actually saying the son of Satan and still portraying him as an evildoer if you wanted to be one of your main characters? That's not going to go that far. I don't think it's going to go that far. So it's best to do a mind, you know, a mind switch, a word, a play on the word, on the name. I'm realizing. Hold on, don't, don't, don't get, don't, don't look at, look at the name, but read the character, and you realize, oh, oh, you, you, you might be someone good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned and find out. In the next ah, episode, ah. let's go. And, and, and that's basically. It. So I, I, I like that with that, and especially with the connection through to Hellstorm, the TV show, the, the, um, the series, you see later on that the connection between him and his sister, how they've basically had a, an agency and just basically working on the occult type of mysteries and being able to solve and try to do, you know, come from that aspect. So that's that was a nice way of, giving it more of a modern touch, giving it more of a, a more connection. You can actually see that at least they are trying to be better than their namesake. And that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I like to I be. Mean, here's the aspects I liked about the TV show. So one of the aspects I liked about the TV show is, I mean, they're trying to date it, give it a different look. So you know, he's not running around in red pants and all that. Um, right. But what I like is, okay, you got Damien is in there. You got a sister in there. Instead of calling her sister Santana, they called her Anna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's still with the occult. She still seems to have those tendencies more darker than Damien does because she's influenced by the father and he seems to be more accepting of it. And this is why they had a little bit of a riff and they were doing their own thing. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like that they kept the mom alive throughout this series. So we can get some more backstory and all that. I wish that mm-hmm. we talked more about the mom's backstory, about her being a Satanist, maybe some of her upbringing that brought her that way. And she does talk about it. Now, here's the key thing. When they talk, and I think this, and this, in my opinion, was done on purpose. In the comic book, issue number one, you know, okay, yeah, son of Satan is straight how it is. His dad's a demon. He's going to deal with his dad, right? Or at the time, his mind was his dad is Satan. You know, they clarify that. In the TV show, that was the main point that was leading up to season two. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's the devil. And now, you yeah. know, we use this expression in general when someone does like evil stuff. It's like, oh man, that person's a devil. That person's wicked. Right. Right. We just use that and we just throw that in conversation. So when they would say, oh man, my dad's the devil. Oh, my dad's a, you know, he's wicked. He's a devil. It's because they made their dad a serial killer. In hmm. the show. So the dad would go leave the house. He would take, he wouldn't take Damien at the times. He would take the, his sister and the sister would be in the car. And then the father would drive off, find a victim, kill the victim, and always bring back a memento from this victim, be it if it's a watch, a necklace, this and that. And he would give sometimes one of these mementos to his daughter who was in the backseat while he would stop somebody and kill him. And he always used this one particular knife to kill these people. Now we don't know now. In season one, we just we never got a season two. Season one, they just said, "Oh, dad's a serial killer. He messed up everything. Mom went crazy because couldn't handle it." Now, if you look at it from a human aspect point of view, if you know your significant other is a serial killer and gets caught, and you never knew you had two children with this person, years right. later, cops show up at your door saying your dad, you know, your husband is a serial killer. It will unhinge people. It's going to change relationships. It's going to change you. Hearing that, going, oh my gosh, what? So they played that aspect really well. Mm-hmm. Now we, as fans, are watching the show, knowing what the show is supposed to be out. It, you know, it's like, uh, but it's almost the casual fan won't catch it because the show was called Hellstorm. Right. It's like when they did John Carter. Once again, Disney, you did John Carter. You didn't do Warlord of Mars. You didn't do John Carter of Mars. You didn't do uh, Princess of Mars. You didn't give the name 
to the movie that people would automatically go, oh, got it. That's from the books. Okay, got it. That's from the comic book. Right there. There we go. That's it. Whoa, got it. Got it. They didn't do that. They just gave it a blanket name, and uh, and only people who were fans realized right. the full story. Like I remember when that thing for John Carter came out, I was sitting with my family. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to Mars. And they're like, what do you mean? It just says John Carter. I'm like, because I know the novels by regular Ice Burrows. <laughs> I read the comic books by Marvel. I at the time, I, I had them in my collection. There was only 24 issues. Okay, boom, I was all into this. Right. Of course, he had the last name, Carter. Good name. Name. Strong bloodline. Strong bloodline. Good name. I think the same thing with Damien. So first of all, they said Hellstorm. They ch- they took out one L. Okay, I get you can't say Son of Satan. I'm, I'm fine with that. It can be sensitive. And then they kind of changed it. They didn't have the classic costumes, obviously. They're putting it through a realistic aspect to it. I'm fine right. with that. He had the, the pendulum kind of thing on his chest. Okay. His sister was taken out. Okay. Dad was a serial killer, so he was just wicked and evil. Because what kind of evil man goes around and takes his daughter with him when he goes around serial killing? Okay, that makes sense. He used one knife all the time to do his killings. Okay. But then you find out later on in his series, that knife, when it's held by a particular person, turns into a fiery version of that trident. My okay, that's smart. Goodness. That, that, that's goodness. smart. Right? Because... Okay, unless you're watching an Avengers movie or something comes in and he comes in the full costume, he's holding a trident, like, you know, Aquaman holds a trident. That makes sense. Right. Aquaman's holding a trident. But if you're holding a pitchfork, you can't run down the street saying, don't worry about it. There's demons here. I'm going to give up my pitchfork. The police will turn around and chase you down the street and try to put you in an asylum. Now, a knife is easier to conceal. But when you hold the knife and you channel your energy through it, you see the flames coming out, be it if they're blue or red, depending who's holding it, on either side. And then it makes the fiery you know, tried it. So once again, as a knife, it's easier to conceal, mm-hmm. but you still get the effect of the trident. I thought that was genius. So that was what I like. And then they're always talking about dad being a serial killer. So it's more as the series goes on, you realize he's not really just a serial killer. There's much more to dad than dad as fans. We know. And then it sees that at the very end of the season, last episode, oh, dad's coming back. Dad's going back. Dad's going back. And then you finally meet Dad in his human form. And you're still thinking, well, maybe did Marvel step away from all the magic? And the situation or conversation happens between Dad and two other characters. Right. And there's like, you know, there's a, uh, one actor and there's a younger girl. And he's like, oh, let the girl come with me. I want to teach her stuff. And, you know, because he sees him, her as another potential daughter. And the Guardian's like, nope, nope, you can't harm me because I'm protected by magic. I'm not marking on me with your blood, so you can't do nothing to me. And the fathers are kind of, sure. And this is broad daylight on a ferry. Everyone's waiting to board this ferry. And all you see is people start dropping dead. He's not doing anything. He's not doing, he's not hitting anybody. He's not punching anybody. He's just standing there and says, oh, yeah, you're right. I can't hurt you. But. And people all ages, creeds and colors are just dropping dead. So the guy goes, okay, you know what? You win. Here, you can have her. Yeah, that's what I thought. And he walks away. Oh, there is. So season two would have definitely dived more into it. I think they could have done a little bit more of that reveal in season one and stepped it up. So when it felt, you know, the 10, I think it was eight, 10 episodes, a little bit drawn out at some times. I think mm. they could have brought dad in maybe season, sorry, episode seven. And then like eight, nine and 10 deal with dad and kind of segue into more of the supernatural. That's what I was hoping for, but right. this is the, that's the show we got, and of course, then they canceled it, not to do season two. <laughs> Listen, I, I, it's it's interesting. Like you said, I know for myself, I knew that that show came on. I didn't know fully the connection to Marvel, but it was like you know what, it, it's something a little intriguing. I'll come put a pin on it. So when you start saying, let's look for it, I couldn't find it. And I'm still looking, I'm going to still see if I can find the series to look at it. But when I look here online, it's a funny thing that at least one other connection as well in regards to the father, his name is actually Murdoch Hellstrom. Yes. Literally using the same name that, you know, him as the, the demon, the demon Murdoch. So I'm like, okay, okay. You guys, you, you guys are doing good. Okay. You know, again, well, they kept for the source those, material. They get the source material. You know, you know what, what we say about that. Very good. 
Very good. I respect the source material. And they did. They did. I mean, with the, the him, his sister, the mom, mm-hmm. okay, uh, you know, the dad. And I liked what they were going with it. And adding, you know, just taking those aspects in the comic book, I think it was missing more. This is why we talked when we talked about Ethergan, for example. Ethergan had more playing, you know, sub characters around that you can at least help advance the story. With you know the comic book there, the first run of Sun Satan. All right, mm-hmm. cool. You got everything there, but he needs to have an antagonist ongoing, just like Batman has his Rogues Gallery, Flash has his Rogues Gallery, Spider Man, same thing. The X Men have their Rogues Gallery, and the X Men are also fighting an idea. The, the X-Men are dealing with racism. That's what the right. X-Men's core is. Regardless of who it is, it's dealing with racism. Now, with the Son of Satan, you need it, I think, in my opinion, to have other characters. So when they brought in that agency that helps or keeps people in a coma because they've been possessed and they can't get the demons out of them. So the only thing to do is, instead of letting them run free, put them in induced comas and watch them. Okay, kind of cruel, but... I can see where they're coming from. That that's that's mm-hmm. now adding more for to the storytelling right. to advance the story. That you got to deal with these people trying to do good, but their methods might be a little bit wrong. You got to deal with the return of dad. He's a serial killer. Where did he go all these years? He never got arrested. And you and you got to deal with going from one to the other, and then the discovery of your powers, the reconnection of brother and sister in the series. They they gave a lot of good. Like, I have to give Hellstrom, like, two thumbs up. Like, even though it was a little slow at some points, I still give it two thumbs up as a series that people slept on and missed. Right. If if you're into the occult and stuff like that. You know, it it was a lot more darker than Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) It was was more serious than Scooby-Doo. You know, (laughs) Uh, if if you like those shows like Ghost Adventurers... You know, um, dead files. Mm-hmm. This would have been this would have been your show. Up your alley, got it. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. I know I'm not going to fan cast this show or movie because the well, actor recently done. Yeah, it's recently done, and I agree with who they've cast. I like the actors and actresses and actresses that were in there. Period. Like, mm-hmm. there's no one I would swap out. I, I, I. I I liked what I saw. I feel that they got the the essence of all the characters they were playing right, especially the key ones. The brother and sister, I could see them being brother and sister. The mom, I could see her being the mom. Now, what I want to know okay. is more about the mom. I know in the series, yes, you know, if you haven't watched it, well, I won't spoil nothing for you, but I want to hear more about the mom's origin. They touch on it, mm-hmm. but there's more there. I want them to discover that. I think that, you know, you can't take away, you know, you can't take away this, this, the mom being a Satanist or, or being raised that way. So this way it makes it more of a shock. Like, oh, I never knew. Like, you're not, you're not Susie Homemaker. You knew about this religion. And then guess what? You got selected. Okay. You're the, you're unbeknownst to you where you were the anti Mary. Opposites are out there. All right. right, you're the anti Mary. Right, you got Mary and Joseph. That's the anti Mary, and they could they could have played more, I think, on that. So that's that's my piece on there. So I would say this for Hellstorm, like the TV show that was, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the streaming service, Disney Plus on Stars. It was under Stars or Star. It was under Star. I would say I I liked what I saw. It had me involved, and I, I you know, and even my wife sat there and watched this with me and said, "Hey, this is really good." Okay, so if she's sitting there watching it with me, <laughs> that that was our movie, or, or, or you know, us on the couch watching it. So I'll say this: so Damien was played by the uh, the actor uh, Tom Austin. You get your flowers, man. You you had it. You had it. Tatana uh, or Anna was uh, Sydney Lemon, right? You can't can't go wrong there. Uh, I believe it's the mom. Yeah, Victoria Victoria Hellstorm. Sorry, mm-hmm. Victoria Hellstorm was played by Elizabeth Marvel. Her last name is Marvel. Yeah, I'll get it. You're already in. You're already in. Huh? You're already in. You're already in. You're already in. Your name, your last name is Marvel. They, they got to hire you. They got to hire you. 
right? That that was absolutely, you know, she played the mom, the insanity, really well and advanced the story. And I'm just looking for the the actor who. Oh yeah, and then it was the father, uh, the, the father who played the father was yeah. Mitch Piggle. Pelegi, Mitch Pelegi played the father, and I this actor just got that look. It was daddy don't play, daddy daddy don't play. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Daddy don't play. No way. What's up? No, I'm just seeing who Mitch is. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah. For the <laughs> that's funny. Okay, yeah, I know who it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He, he was Walter Skinner on the X-Files. Right. Right? Colonel Stephen Her- Cadwell on Cadwell. Stargate Atlantis. That's yes, that's where I'm like, I know you from those two. Nice. Come okay. on, man. He was Ernest okay. Darby in Sons of Anarchy. Come on now. Okay. Come he, on. He, he He's a bad, bad man. Like, there's no question about who, what this man, yeah. Yeah. Come okay. on now. Come on. Okay. Now. Right? Right? Like that that actor? Okay. So that's that's the that's the family unit. That that's all we're gonna get into. That's the family unit right there. That's dad, mm-hmm. mom, you know, son and daughter. Okay. So right. I know I'll we usually fan cast this one, but there's no need to fan cast it when the cast no. is that good. Like Marvel. Hey one. Right, like it's not even. Yep. I'm not hating it. I'm loving the casting on this. What I hate is you didn't give us a season two. So the only thing I'll say on this point is okay, we don't get season two, but what Marvel did last year, or I should say uh, Disney, they gave us Man Wolf. Right, right, or, or they gave us the, the Man Wolf special last year that was all in black and white. Yeah, and they brought in a lot of those characters and surprise guests. Man, thing. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to do one more, but on, on you know, Hellstorm, the Hellstorm family. Give me, give me the exact same thing. Does forty, fifty minutes, like how they did Man Wolf. Mm-hmm. Just do it as a Halloween special. I think that was smart. It was exciting to bring on those characters. Let, let's bring those characters in. The actors are already there. The actress is already there. And then reach out and maybe even bring in, see, from Jessica Jones, a verse show up. Oh, okay. Investigative reporters looking at why people are missing and then teams up with Damien and his sister. Starts a relationship. Okay. Okay. Right? I, very I don't nice. need, I, you know, if you're not going to give me a season two, then give me give me a special. Give me give me a special about an hour ish, under an hour special, just focused, just like they did, you know, that last year. I'm very happy. What's what's your okay. final thoughts on this one, Rod? Uh listen, I'm I'm very intrigued. Like I said, I gotta go in and find see if I can find it on a streaming another streaming app to find it. But definitely it intrigues me. And getting more uh, of the storyline. And like we're saying now, you know, more in depth, if you bring it back, I got no problem. Definitely. Like I said, for one, yeah, definitely there's no need to recast. Let me start from the top. So, uh, you know, we normally recasting everything like that. This is only done like three years ago, under three years ago. So, listen, everybody is still alive and kicking. The characters are still fresh in people's mind. There's no need, no need to recast it. And I'm going to go off of what Barry's saying about. The, the quality of the, the show, if the actors are pulling in Barry in that particular realm, I'm going to like say, okay, cool. Automatically sign off. Let's go for it. Continue. Grab them. Hey, go. are you guys doing this weekend? Uh, let's run over a script. I need you guys for a couple of weeks. Let's spend this weekend and just, you know, hash it out and get something going. If anything, like you say, an hour, hell, listen, just make it like a final, like, make it like a final closing. If you're not going to get a second season, you're saying about 45 minutes, a series. I will just say, just give, just give a final hour and a half, hour and 40, hour, two, two hours tops yeah. show. You're basically trying to compress everything that you were trying to build up to, seeing that the father is now, is, is now a demon. You're finding out that he's a demon. You're going to get that information. Then you find out how, you know, how does he defeat him? 
Does he defeat him? Whatever the case be. How does that final confrontation, you know, lays out? That would be a great opportunity right now. Because if you didn't get a second season to give, you know, to flesh up the whole story, okay, fine. Take whatever you had on, the, you know, on your short stories and whatever you guys are going to plan to do, you know, mix it up nicely and just come with a, an hour and a half, two hour show and just drop it off as that being the final one with a question mark to continue later on. And that'll basically be it. Thank you. I, Thank you. I would. Yeah. He could even crossed over in one of the Doctor Strange movies. Yeah. See? See, it sound it sounded like you're you're basically saying he is he is the did we ever who would be and, and just bear with me everyone as I try to go through this is the role going from the mental Rolodex and anybody can answer this. Who is the Marvel version of Constantine? Because if not, why can't he be? The closest would have been Doctor Strange, but since he's such a high level, because Doctor Strange is always the forefront one type of, you know, the Master right. Supreme, whatever. While Constantine mm-hmm. is always the one in the back, in the back, you know, who's doing the stuff in the back alleys and just getting stuff done a little dirty, a little grimy, a little dirty. Can Damien kind of well, take he up is. that? No, that's what I'm saying. But can Damien take up that role in MCU? Let's Absolutely. just just work it out. Let's just work it out. That's what I'm saying. If the first the season was a star slash Marvel project and came out that way, let's do let's do a second. Can't do a, you're not doing a second season. Fine, let's do an hour and a half, two hour movie, or at least a a, a, a series, you know, streaming movie. Yes. And basically, how you can propel the storyline of bringing this is the demon, you know, you know, father demon. This is how he defeats him. Whatever the case would be. And then catapult into the MCU. If we're already stating that, yes, Damien and his sister Anna works together to a certain degree, but you can already see the tension and the levity of the road that they're all, they're all, they're slowly be going in their own path at some point. Hey, who knows? At the end of the story, the the, the series story, he might have to worry about it. You know his sister later on in life, and we start. She was with my dad a lot. That's it. She's gonna be daddy's girl. So, again, as one thing is, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I remember right, um, having initially having Damien born, because he was supposed to be a vessel in a sense to store the evil energies uh, in Earth. As some type of fueling energy for demons. If I remember something, if something if I remember what I was, like, yeah, yeah, along along that line. And since he really didn't, that's why he had the daughter, Santana, aka Anna. So what if she becomes now this portable vessel for demons below into the hot spot? Start pulling out it in the MCU. Stop the strange. You got to deal with this. Ah, uh, yeah, I could deal with it, but you know what? Um, Damien, come. Let's let's consult with each other. Exactly, because sister. she goes by the daughter of the this. demon at one point. So he's the son of Satan. She's the daughter of the demon, and he's done. He is the Constantine. Like if anyone had to be that that character, I'm telling yeah, you, it this... would be Damien. You know, he's gone from being solo defenders, God Squad, Hellfire Club that with the X Men. At one point, he becomes a member of the Hellfire Club, and he becomes the White. Instead of the White Queen, he becomes the White King. Right. Okay. You know, right? Masters of Evil. So at one point, he kind of flips to the other side and kind of has a moment. You know, the Midnight Sun. So that's Blade, him, Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze. 100%. Okay. 100%. Shadow Hunters. Then he's part of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Paranormal, uh, you know, uh, he's part of a, was it S.H.I.E.L.D. Paranormal Containment Unit. So you, you can see the, the side that he's working on. Exactly. You can see the side that he's working on. So, yep. hey, this is an opportunity that you can say, I'm sure more Marvel knows this. I know Disney Marvel probably can think of it you know sometimes you're too close to the forest to see the trees hey yeah. just actually you know we're we're up north we're across the border so we're seeing the forest from afar hey check out that branch over there and uh, in section number 14 check it over there how about that guy how about that guy Come on. how about him let's go let's go so uh-huh. um damien could be your constant theme yeah why not absolutely why not 
that's exactly the role he was put for and done, right? And if you look at it, I said, once again, when Doctor Strange steps down to Sorcerer Supreme, he takes up that mantle for a bit. Okay. He's Gotta that tells strong. You. He's, Gotta he's tell you something. Just saying. Just saying. Exactly. Right. Cool. Oh, this brings us to the end, everybody. But once again, remember, subscribe to our show. Enjoy your Halloween. Enjoy your trick-and-treating. Watch the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And on that Woo-hoo! note, this whole world was created by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Well, got my flaming sword. Thunder. 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 Hellsword. Oh.